Hello and welcome to another episode of the Footy Dictionary. Exciting times here. It's not a spare seat in the house, as they say in the studio. We've got two guests. Hey, Michelle Ryan, who's our first one? Oh, mate, I haven't seen him in that long, and I forget their names, but um, <laughs> is it Jack and Joe? Yeah, mate. Yeah, You're close enough. Pointed to the wrong people, probably, but that's all right. Probably the biggest guest we've had so far. Probably. Papa. Well, Jack, tell us, we like to get big name media types, journalist types. You're a student of journalism, but you're, you're more than that, aren't you? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I work on, uh, I'm on a podcast. Do a bit of reality TV, so I'm here, there, and everywhere. Are you on reality TV? No, no, that's your type it. operation. I, I, Crap. Yeah, yeah, I create it. So, yeah, yeah I, I'm I'm pretty big, but you know, <laughs> I, I made time for you. So, um, no, thanks for having me. It's good to be here. Joe, I remember first day of uni uh, online. You said you did a footy podcast, yeah. which is now dead in the water. Yeah, not, correct. It's, what was that podcast? Uh, the Bill and Joe Show. It's been a long time coming. Uh, I think. The last episode we did was a week after the 2020 grand final. So, um, finally making the return. Um, it's, it's been a long time coming. We've been talking about it. Need to get me on the footy dictionary. I'm in the group chat, unlike Jack. Yeah. So. I've just been made aware of a, of a group chat. Um, not that I was um, invited to it, but I wouldn't want to be in it anyway. So, well, it we seems, are... Yeah, it seems like I've just been more of a desired guest, which is fair enough. Well, just to be clear... I don't recall Harper. I'm not sure about you, but I haven't yet been invited on the Byron Cook podcast. So no, no, no. It's and I don't goes. think any of you will be. Yeah. So. Um, that's clearly what the show is lacking. If we were going to get casted for a reality TV show, what would you want us on? Real Housewives something that of we actually Northside. Know, not, not something that you've created. Real Housewives of Northside. Yeah, like create, yeah, it's a different world out here to what we're used to. So to give some people an insight to the north side of Melbourne slums. would be... Yeah. What, about, <laughs> what about Real Housewives of Northside? <laughs> well, doesn't get a go. Uh. Now, should we get into what you're actually here for, boys? Yes. Things about football. The yes. uh, world right out series that you guys know plenty about. Uh, go through your loves oh, and hates of footy. A uh, bit of a different version. We've got four loves and two hates, uh, two and one each. Jack, would you like to enlighten us and talk us through your first love of Aussie rules football? Yeah, it's a, it's a unique one, and it's one me and Joe have actually spoken about a few times, and Joe just cannot wrap his head around it. And I was I was actually out with um, Joe and his mates one night, and I, and I didn't know many people. And I'm, I'm going around getting introduced, shaking hands, sort of trying to find whatever niche I can into a conversation so I'm not just standing there alone. And uh, Ted, one of uh, Joe's mates, me and Ted just sort of bonded over this. And, and even Ted went up to Joe and said, this guy's the man, like he gets it. So um, my niche love is Sunday afternoon games at Marvel Stadium. Oh. I just think... <laughs> 10,000 people, it's raining, the roof's over your head, there's no wind, you can walk straight in there. And look, I've, I've been quite sad about it recently because I'm, I'm a Doggies fan and I'm not hyping us up. But over the past five, six years, we have had quite a bit of success, two grand finals for, for the Bulldogs, which means we haven't had our Sunday afternoon games much. Mm. And look... If there's going to be one silver lining in us dropping down eventually, it's going to be getting every Sunday afternoon game at Marvel. I just, I just think there's nothing better. What, what time slot are we, are we talking here? Is like three forty. Three forty. Three forty. What age are we living in, mate? Three twenty. Like, 
320, whatever it is. 320 or 440. Yeah, you've got to pick one Yeah, the well, either one. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Sunday, In the late middle, up. 340. <laughs> <laughs> a late afternoon, 440, 320. is twilight. You can't go yeah. around calling that afternoon, That's an, my friend. What time does it start? Mate, 440 in the afternoon. Even, that's an afternoon even, game. If you looked it up yeah. in the footy dictionary, middle 440 winter, comes under twilight. 440, that, yeah, that's nearly... Okay, so a three a three twenty game, amazing. Okay, you're home by seven o'clock. You don't get any rain. There's barely any fans there. You can have a chat. Mm. If you're struggling on a Sunday, you're not worrying about like anything else that's going on. It's just lovely. What about a four forty fixture? Because I'd argue that it's almost those games set you in a state of depression because <laughs> you get. Have you ever? I don't know how many Sunday afternoon twilight. Games a lot. you've been to, yeah, man, a lot. Mate, you go to the game. The yeah. game finishes at what seven thirty, eight, something mm. like that. And you get out. It's raining. It's cold. It's a Sunday night. Your footy team's just lost, and you got to trudge <laughs> back home on the train. Look, firstly, mate, I don't. A show first. Thank yeah, you. I don't. I don't ever catch a train in. Yeah, my sorry, dad my drives, bad. so oh. <laughs> forget that issue. Oh. Um, secondly, Sunday nights are depressing, no matter what. Yeah. So. You might as well go to the footy and have had a good time. And look, you're probably used to this by now. Joey's getting a bit more used to it. Harper, you'd be used to it. Mate, oh, big club. Thank you very much. No, man. but you get used to your team losing sometimes. I'll, I'll lose it. Sometimes yeah. you're yeah. just not even disappointed by it. You just is what it is. You are the Essendon, are the kings of the 440 twilight. Oh, so, well, I wouldn't go around making those accusations, mate. You, North you, Melbourne has that North, yeah. a stranglehold on that. Well, I would, I would argue that we've had a lot of the Hawks have had a lot of yeah. Sunday games in re, in recent years, mm. and I for one hate them. Mm. And especially if they were at Marvel, which is my least favourite stadium to go to. Why? Why is Marvel your least favourite stadium? I don't know. I just feel like the place doesn't have any atmosphere, any soul. Uh, it is over. This feels like nah. It's just a whole different vibe going there. I'm just not a fan. When we know. were there, you were talking about how cool the lights were and that. Like, going off. <laughs> Me and Joe were sitting there, level one, Hawks Air Sogs, and he goes, oh, it's actually cool here, the lights going up and down. I don't know. I just feel like when I'm there, it doesn't feel like a proper footy game. That's what I think. <laughs> okay. That's my opinion on it. Very interesting. Well, I reckon it just depends on the crowd. Well, numbers. yeah, all your teams play home games there, so I guess yeah. you're used to it. But as a Hawthorne supporter who rarely travels there, except for the one home game a year we have to play yeah. there. I reckon it's rocking. Oh, like, I'm not a fan. Like, I'll allow the atmosphere. It's, it gets loud in there. A few times mm. we've played Essendon and they've kicked a few late goals oh. against us and it gets pretty loud. Right. Yeah. But other than that, not a fan at all. It's too far. It's nah. When it's a full house, it's... Yeah, I reckon like there's a few Carlton games where the crowd yeah. like 45k this year against Saints and Swans, and it was pumping. And we, we were chatting last night as well, Hamish. It's it's nothing better than Marvel Stadium, fifty thousand there, forty five thousand, and forty four thousand of those fans are all going for the same team. And then there's one thousand Frio fans or something in the cheer squad, <laughs> and it's the most kind of one sided crowd of all time. Well, it was At actually, Marvel Stadium. It hits. We played the, the spot. We played the Giants this year, and there was I reckon. We were up and Giants kicked a late one and there was nothing. They probably had 20 people in their cheer squad and you could hear the crowd laughing because the goal went through and everyone sort of just went dead silent Mate. and then you could hear muffled laughter because they were like, hang on, that's so weird. There's just nothing. When um, Dogs played JWS, it wasn't a Sunday afternoon. It was a Saturday afternoon, 110. I think there was about 12,000 there and like dead silence when JWS kicked a goal. And my partner, Tess, she only started following football in 2020 like because of me, so she goes to the doggies. 
So she's only ever really been to like Friday night game sort of big ones. Mm. And she goes to me like dead silent. She goes, oh, is, has this like ever happened before? Have you ever seen this? I said, Tess, this is normally what Bulldogs games are like. You should, <laughs> you should get used to it. You're, you're in the golden era right now. <laughs> I think the Essendon Hawthorne game where we beat you guys earlier this year, Joe, was yeah. a bit. There weren't that too many people donning the uh, brown and gold that, that night. Yeah, they don't like coming out and about the Hawks supporters. It's yeah. always been a thing. I mean, even when we were good, seemed to have a lot of members and not many people rock up. I still think we're up there every year in the membership tally, and then we'll have just abysmal mm. attendances it's, it's at the MCG. tradition to play GWS on Mother's Day and get yeah, 3,000 yeah, people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Two years in a row. I think the last one, I don't know how many. Maybe it was like, how many did they get? I think they actually got like 8,000. I can't remember. In <laughs> like 2019 or whatever. Yeah. Oh, like an A-League game. Oh, shocking. Yeah, criminal. Jack, just, just one, one more on this for you because it is your love. Are you ever accepting of the roof being open? I know it doesn't happen now, but if the roof was to be opened, would you... I don't mind it in the earlier rounds when it's genuinely, like, nicer weather. Yeah, okay. I I could not see any plausible reason why it would be open if it's cold and wet. That's why the roof's there. Yeah, I have an opinion on this. I would be content with Marvel Stadium if the roof was open all the time. I love it when the roof's open what's during the, the day. Of, what's the point of having the roof I, Yeah, I know. I, fair enough if it's raining. But if it's sunny and I know the way the stadium's built with, like, the lighting and whatever, but I think it looks so much better when it's open during the day. I did like, but then, but then there was, I remember a few, oh, it would have been a while ago now, but there was games where it started off sunny, but by the end it was raining and Brad Scott was yeah. cracking the shits it in rained. the press conference It rained after. and North Melbourne lost because the rain came against Geelong. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I remember that game. <laughs> and there's the famous Twitter account, Ralph the Roof. Have you seen that one? No. no. What's it say? Oh. Roof's closed today. <laughs> Roof's closed today. Roof's open today. But the last three... I can't remember was... the roof being open in a while. Yeah, I know. No, well, Ralph, good. Ralph the Roof has hung up the Twitter username and password because he's not required anymore. <laughs> it's just always, always closed. What a they sometimes open it for the warm-ups and then you'll... Uh, Do they? Yeah. Mm, I, I see it uh, not... Uh, no, I'll get up Instagram posts. I see it. The Bulldogs <laughs> will show them like warming up on the stadium and the roof's open. Yeah, okay. uh, this leads into one of my loves and hates. I reckon. I reckon I have a bit of a love hate relationship with the roof because I love, you know, if there's a good weather, it's sort of almost depressing when you walk inside. It's like the lovely yeah. day outside, then you got to yeah, sit in a concrete trap. bowl. But uh, just fuck the TV. Like it looks so bad on the broadcast. In the day, yeah, because the, there's no transparency between. You know the G's got like the almost perspex roof on it, so the yeah. transitioning from the shade to the sun mm-hmm. isn't as dramatic. Whereas it. It's so harsh at Marvel because it's just like this dark shade and then bright sunshine and the TV cameras just don't adjust to it. It's, it's pretty poor, but surely they can get the roof fixed, get a bit of... Uh, no, mate, Gil spent all the money on the LED screen. <laughs> yeah, yeah, only sexy. half of yeah. them work, so Terrible. we can't do that. Well, I, I actually wouldn't mind. There's, there's been some, uh, like when the A-League was big, there were big A-League games at night on a beautiful, clear night in summer, usually, granted. But the roof was open and there would be like 45,000 people in there and it would just be like an amazing atmosphere. You yeah. can see the city skyline and stuff. It's, it's great at night 
when the weather's good. Even, but that's even a lot of criteria to make. When it's cloudy, yeah. I, l- I love a little Marvel game when it's cloudy. So, you know, it doesn't it's a stuff nice up the stadium. View. It doesn't deserve yeah. the rap it gets. It's all these spoiled MCC it members is, that yeah. don't want to go yeah. one extra train stop. I agree. From Flinders to, yeah. to um, Docklands. Well, the Richmond fans, they, they had no idea. Don't, that, don't that, get Dimmer started on it. <laughs> I, I can't speak for Joe, but he probably hasn't thought about all the country people coming in from the north. Like, Southern Cross You're coming in from Bendigo, you're coming in from your Wodongas. There's no feelings to do, mate. Get over yourself, mate. Selfish of me. It's been very selfish. Another love, Hamish. We probably should. Uh, We've exhausted this one, I reckon. Yeah. Uh, Joe. Yeah. I don't reckon my love is going to have as much of a uh, big discussion behind it. But (laughs) one of of my big loves is nothing better than the captain walking back from the toss to the huddle. And the few sirens that go, really setting the tone. So especially like grand final day, from memory, like Hodgie will be walking back and the siren will blurt out like a few times in a row, really setting the scene with like a minute to go for the bounce. Just really love that. I love that. Well, how many times is it? I reckon it's two. Yeah, it's two. Is it it's two? Two? I think it varies, to be yeah. honest. It's like, it's, it's more it than vary? one. I reckon they'd have some pretty strict. Yeah, I can't imagine that yeah. just <laughs> pick one the day. I reckon, I reckon, some, I reckon <laughs> sometimes it's three. I reckon sometimes it might change season to season, yeah. but I can't imagine yeah. during the season some bloke, oh, the damn. intern, is pressing some buttons. Oh, you never know. But it is. I'm fully with you. It's like yeah. a, right. Game starting, yeah. yeah. You, hear, you hear the double siren, captain's walking back. It's like you're yeah. talking to your mates, and then that goes, and you're like, fuck. You're at our Marvel Stadium, lose yourself by Eminem. <laughs> the captain's walking back. It's, it's classic. And one of my favorite things about this is when Luke Hodge springs to mind for this particular um, <laughs> kind of action. Um, doing a toss, running back, and there's the huddle going on, and the it kind of hole opens up at the back of the huddle for him to walk into. Mm-hmm. No one even looks at him, and they still keep the team talk going. But they're just a little and then hole he points opens up. which way they're going. Yeah, yeah. Po- points that way. Another ten meters to run, and then joins the huddle. Well, it's oh, so uh, good to watch. Are we a fan of the tight huddle, or are we a fan good. of the arm in arm circular? Good, good with question. Holes in the middle huddle. I'm a massive tight huddle. Yeah, yeah. Hawthorne's, tight. Hawthorne's always done the the tight, mm. and for some reason I don't know <laughs> why. Tradition. When Ben McAvoy became the captain, we switched to a linked, like, big circle. Yeah, shocking. And then towards the back half of the year when he didn't play and Sicily was the captain, we were back to a tight one. So I was like, good. Wow. So you reckon McAvoy's less of a touchy-feely type of player? yeah. I mean, I I thought it would have been, like, sort of... um, like whatever the club does, but yeah. I mean, I guess it's whatever the captain club. wants to do. No, well, I don't know. Code I mean, contact. like some clubs, some clubs like link arms at the national anthem. I know Geelong don't. The power sense. The power sense, Adelaide. Like I'm a massive arm in arms for the yeah. national oh, anthem, yeah. and I'm a massive tight huddler mm. for sure. Tight huddle it sets the tone like yeah, the stars. Absolutely. Mm. You're a tight knit group. You're huddling in a tight. Yeah, huddle. and then you the camera. If you're watching on TV, the camera zooms in, and you see the captain swearing at all yeah. the boys. And a spider cam on a tight huddle. Yeah, they're all oh. looking nice. <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything to add on this? Because. <laughs> I was just wondering if you did, but I do. I was going to say, sorry, man, I thought you had something no, to say. Um, tell you what is the biggest letdown. You speak about the, the double siren and you were speaking about the M&M playing before the bounce. Is there any bigger letdown when they get the 60-second timer going before the bounce 
and then the timer <laughs> runs out and they're not in their positions yeah. yet. I've never seen them miss it. Nah, or, it happened a lot during the finals, I reckon. Or the other way around. Finals, I noticed like the biggest it stage. doesn't happen, doesn't happen at Marvel. Gil well, does not let it happen at his stadium, that is for sure. He runs a tight ship. Is Gil the timekeeper? Well, well AFL own Marvel. Yeah, but so, well, well, do you reckon Gil would be mad? Well, I reckon it comes, that, it comes from the top down. Gil would not let that <laughs> stuff like slide on time. What about the other way around when it's they've all got out to their positions and there's still 30 seconds left yeah. on that time? I hate that. <laughs> Surely they just cut it off the TV. Well, do your respective clubs have like a specific theme in that one minute countdown? Yeah, like, Eminem, has lose the, yourself. No, like Essendon have a montage of like highlights and celebration players celebrating that kind of thing and it's like 60 59 58 and it's like wave your scarves um like nah, we don't have enough members for that for no i think we do that. i'm pretty sure we do what's we used to have a we used to have a song called um black glitter gold and it's no coincidence that as soon as we started playing that we turned to absolute shit and i couldn't have been more happier when they canned it at like the start of this year, the start of twenty twenty two, they canned it, and I was so happy. I forget. Oh, the song now that they do is "Fly Away" by Lenny Kravitz. For the oh, Hawks I don't know game. about that. Is a last. Yeah, song. well, yeah, uh, it's like, what it is. It's better than the other yeah, one. Trust me. True. I like the song, but as a last minute song, yeah, it's I got question marks over it. Yeah, I not fair. Borderline fair. best. It's not too too. much of like a pump up. Song. No, 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 I not, agree. Yeah, it's a bit, I do agree. Chill. But maybe maybe they want that. It's like the Tigers how they. Used to do the joke in their tight knit huddle before. Oh, yeah. Maybe they're playing flyaway just to release the tension a bit yeah. pre bounce. But well, they might need to change it up for next year because it wasn't working too well. That's sure. <laughs> Get something else. Yeah. Well, I'm having a look if there are any like hawk related songs uh, that you could play in theme in the warm up. Well, not the warm up, but the countdown. Yeah. Um, there's a song by Pop Smoke called Hawkem. Oh, I don't yeah. know how it goes. Yeah, I'm sure Pop Smoke and the MCG <laughs> would just go down an absolute treat. But for Carlton, any blues-related songs wouldn't quite be the right move. Oh, they went it? through a shit stage. It was around the time when we were, like, despicably bad, like 2018, <laughs> 2 and 20 type bad. And they started... Second half of 2022. And the, yeah, mate, shut up. Um, but they... You bring that up every fucking episode. Um, Cheers. Yeah. Uh, they brought out the hovercraft at the worst possible time because they used to have a hovercraft that used to go around Princess Park and the mascots would be on it. But they brought it back and they started playing um, Blue by Eiffel 65. It's just... Oh, did my head in. I hated it. But I, I don't mind that. That's not a bad pump up. It was, oh, I don't well. know about that. It's too it, mean. No, I don't know about to that. To be fair, it was it wasn't as they were running out, so it was like maybe 20, 30 minutes before the bounce. So it wasn't, you know, in their heads as they're running out. But it was still <laughs> not on mm. for mine. But you know, we can all agree to disagree. Mm. Unless you boys all agree, then we're not. Well, what, what about the Never Tear Us Apart that Port Adelaide do? do oh, what do you guys think? Well, I you're like a Liverpool it. fan. Do you yeah, feel I'm a Liverpool fan. Like I like your it. territory is being infringed. Yeah, no, not really. Oh, I like it. Sure. I reckon it's good. And I thought it was funny when. <laughs> do you remember when Collingwood tried to do it with um, oh, Metallica? Metallica. Yeah. What was yeah. the song? Uh, um, nothing else matters. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's too slow. Embarrassing. Yeah. Just so bad. That yeah, was... it feels it feels natural for him. It doesn't feel like fabricated. You know what I mean? I feel like if a club like tries, like everyone sort of gets around it. Mm. Like with yeah. Collingwood, the club tells you, "No way, we're singing this song before the game, yeah. and you're all going to like make us seem like a really good club." Whereas I, Port seems it seems natural to me. I'd appreciate it more if Port Adelaide if they used a song by a band that was from Adelaide. 
or South Australia. Where are they oh, from? Queensland? From S- Sydney. Sydney. Um, yeah, well, in excess. You got any favourite Adelaide bands? Seers from Adelaide. Paul Kelly's from Adelaide. Um, yeah, but, but you can't really have it. Yeah. Um, you can't. I mean, yeah. But like, you you get, get a band to write a song for you. <laughs> yeah, Paul Kelly's not the worst yet, but yeah. I don't know about Chandelier well, playing before. Yeah, well, speaking <laughs> of speaking Check of getting like bands to write a song for someone, I'm going to jump to the West Coast Eagles song that was done by birds of tokyo you know the new updated version yeah as of like three years ago yeah and how shocking it is did you redo it at the start yeah yeah yeah, terrible well have you guys heard the frio song by eskimo joe they no. had a vote on it, like, maybe eight years I ago. I do now. remember something. The members, they should just get Tame Impala to write a song for it. The Eskimo Joe one is so far above and anything good. else that's been nominated. Yeah, it's really good. It's like the I traditional like format of a footy song. So it's got, like, the verse and oh, the instrumental yeah. and then the repeated for verse. Yeah. It's, um, uh, yeah, it got, like, a catchy tune. You can belt out after a game, not bloody... Uh, free, yo, yeah. ready to go. It's well, I'm keen like, to listen to it now. I'll be listening yeah. to it later. Could we pause? Could, surely they could have just played From the Sea, you know, that song From the yeah. Sea. Yeah, good Docking. song. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, works well, intertwined. <laughs> Maybe we can pause no. the pod and. It's well, it's got the footy club feel, but personally, not a huge fan of it. But I can appreciate it. It, it does have that footy club song vibe. Oh, I think it's a bit long. Seems yeah. a little long. Yeah, I think it's how long standard. does it go for? It's about just under two minutes. Nah, that's Ooh, club songs. I reckon like forty-five seconds. No, well, no, it's, it's nah, they're like a minute thirty. To, so this is a minute fifty. Um, Hawthorns oh. will be like a minute twenty. I reckon. Well, I, I, hate um, I don't know about I don't that. Know. I hate Carlton so shit. Hawthorns, minute 40. Hawthorns just doesn't do it. Okay. They're all around that minute 30 to 50. Do you like it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, like the I hate song. the Bulldogs. I love GWSs. Huge oh, fan of yes, GWSs. We were chatting about that with our previous guest. I actually like the dogs. Nah, too slow for me. Well, what's everyone's favourite song? <laughs> GWS. Like footy club. No, yeah, footy song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. JWSs for me, for sure. Yeah. yeah, I'm Sydney. Mm-hmm. I think Jedi Sydney, the, the banjo song. Yeah, yeah, but they've changed it to the newer version. Yeah. Well, Big we spoke about this with Daniel Tierney. They have a lyric now. They changed the lyric from yes. while our uh, loyal, sons while her swans. loyal sons are marching yeah. to um, uh, what though the odds be great or small, swans will go in and win overall while our loyal swans. Yeah, like, Swans weird. will go in and win overall while our loyal swans. Yeah, weird. Doesn't make sense. No. It's, yeah. Just... Yeah, so I did notice that actually. Yeah, no, banjo no, solos. Yeah, double yeah. level though. That's yeah, next level. That Big you, fan of this one. Mm. So, should we move on to a hate? Mm. Jack, what have you got? Well, I, I'm a tennis guy, so this makes sense for me with the shift in grand. What's happened at the Grand Slams, at the Oz Open, and the U.S. Open? Wimbledon's kept him, but I hate goal umpires. There's just no need for them these days. They make a decision. And then they'll go and overrule them. So what's what is the point in having them? I, I Dimmer is a sook, and I'm not a big fan of it. But I agree. What's the point in having these goal umpires if every time they're not sure, they um will just go upstairs? Did you see the decision the goal umpire made in the AFLW a few weeks ago that cost Sydney oh. the the win? 
It was mm. such a clear, obvious goal. And then if they're not sure, they just go, um, oh, so, so you're only there to just call obvious goals, which we could all do. Like Grand Slams, they don't have any line. Well, I think, they, I think they're a bit better trained than the nah. average. Well, any the time they're confused, the they just go upstairs anyway, well, and they don't even do their job. Well, I think I think the reason to have them there is so you can get a soft call. Yeah. So if the the, the call is that close, yeah, that if it's inconclusive, then but, go with and the umpire. But the problem is. They've, it, it's moved away from that now to the fact where even if it's so obvious a goal, they're still going to go upstairs. So, well, the, and every goal gets checked anyway. So, yeah, but what's like, the point in having a goal umpire if every goal gets checked? Quicker decisions, because like if you're checking it after the goal, it ta- but takes like at least an obvious decision, they can just call it there with someone watching, and then yeah, but who's like, going to watch? But like the same people <laughs> upstairs that are making those decisions anyway. In the arc, but they're they're not the they're arc. Not, they're not upstairs. They're in the in the. But they're, exactly. the they're, what, they're watching from the TV camera. But then how do they signal a goal? <laughs> yeah, well, who's going to do the? They they they're in the umpire's ear. Goal, all clear, like they do with the arc, and move it on. But then you got to search around the field nah, for the umpire. Oh, it would be on the screen then. No, nah, it would. Be, and it, they they've all got ear pieces. No, but uh, and well, then they would just put it up on the screen. I just I think like tennis. There's no need for them anymore when we've got the technology. This is It's like the horse racing debate. Like, if you get rid of horse racing, what are you going to do with horses? If you get rid of goal umpires, what, what are they going to do all day? <laughs> like, are you going to give them another job or are they just going to fucking... I don't know any goal umpires where it's their full-time job. It's more a hobby, really. <laughs> well, no, the <laughs> AFL ones. That's still not even... I know, full-time. but they get paid well enough to be. They, uh, yeah, they do get paid big bucks. Uh, for, and for what? And for <laughs> what? For the ARC to make a decision at the end of the day. Do you see what I mean? Like the flag waving really. techniques, no simple yeah. trick. Right? I get what you're saying, but what about like a goal from the boundary where from front <laughs> on it's very hard to decipher whether the ball's gone but to the. When the goal umpire's like. The really goal umpire's moving it. back and forth. No. And then they, um, they end up looking. Channel 7 and Fox Footy have about 7 billion camera angles in there. But you can tell if a goal's going through based on the goal umpire. Yeah, that's and I love yeah. that. Oh, yeah. Even, awesome. even with Jack, even with um, Tom Lynch against Brisbane. Well, the goal umpire signalled it as a... Oh, there's there's a few outliers where maybe goal umpires look like they're not required, but the large majority, if you're sitting at the other end of the G on level four and there's a goal kick from the boundary mm-hmm. up the city end and you're down at the punt road end, I look at the goal umpire to see where Correct. the ball's gone. Yeah. Nah. And then you cheer. You, like just, your own, just your watch cheer the... gets elevated after he gives the signal. Yeah, exactly. Just watch the screen and they'll call it a goal. Yeah. And like they're also... Um, Kind of the score keepers as well. They they both keep score and then they yeah, wave the signal can, and um, they double check. The fact check. that they still check the score. Well, sometimes the scoreboard stuffs up. They fix it pretty quickly though. But With that many people, I don't think they need to write it down. Yeah, like okay. that. This isn't 1974 anymore. I do think we are veering a bit closer uh, into the territory of getting getting rid of goal umpires. First, we got rid of the white coats, and mm. now. Well, Maybe the next step is just getting rid of them as a whole. Well, what about country goal umpires? No, no, no. I, I, um, I think local. in local footy definitely needs to be there. There's no arc. Okay. But in the AFL, I just think it's a waste of resources these days. So the goal umpires, the top level they can get to is the VFL? Yep. Pack it up. Move on. <laughs> <laughs> Go for your next challenge. Boundary if you want. Field umpire. Poor old David Roden. Imagine not seeing David Roden at the footy yeah. in the second week. 
That uh, Funnily but, enough, I'll still sleep at night if I see him on the screen. <laughs> I don't think I will, but I don't think the commentators would make a joke about him every single time yeah. he's on the screen. Yeah, it's like um, yeah, on. that and and Scott Pendlebury's basketball background are the mm. two guarantees you'll get from commentators yeah. during a game. Fair, agreed. Needed. Joe, you hate. Um, so one hate that I have are the scoreboards on both Channel Seven and Fox Footy. I feel like Channel 7 really had it going for them when they had the logo of the team mm. and the team name looked good and they could have added in the team colour. Instead, they took away the name and just did logos logo. and had this Zoomed small yeah. little rectangle down the bottom of the screen and Fox footage just looks terrible. I don't mind Fox footies. I, I like it with the sort of triangle. Thing. No, no, they've got rid of that now. Oh, yeah. no, I hate it. Yeah. They update it every couple of years. Yeah. Fox footies. I'm trying to think, yeah. what, what is the... Oh, is yeah, this... Nah, got ya. What is it? Yeah. Uh, I believe... Uh, Audio medium, let's explain <laughs> yeah. it for the uh, listeners. <laughs> it's bloody hard to explain. It's just a little, like a box. Not much. Google it if you're listening each, right now. Yeah, each team has a little box of their own. It's got WB versus WC, for example. And then, West like, the basic colours of the team. So, WB's got blue background, white writing, and a red strip going through the middle. Yeah, not a fan. I'm not... I don't... I don't know. As long as it says it... The best was Channel 10's. Oh, when yeah. When Channel 10 had the yeah. footy. That was Just clean. Basic. The Hamish has got one. I think. Yeah, and I've got... Like I do have golden to... days of scoreboards. Oh, God, that's the golden Around the 19... I think it was 1998, 1999. Literally Channel golden. 7... Pardon? Literally golden as well. Yes. Channel 7 had the hanging scoreboard. And it looked like a microphone hanging down. And they had the... And that's black with white writing. Yeah, yeah. And and the gold... Yeah, that's about as good as it gets for mine. I actually don't remember that. wasn't born (laughs) yet. (laughs) But um, I'll take your word for it. Although the Channel 10 ones from like... 2010 days. Yeah, like, yeah. like um, before the game vibes, yeah. like oh. that type of era. There's, there's a Facebook page that's like Channel 10 scoreboard and it like does like the updated ladder in like the Channel 10 format and does like the scores of the games with the Channel 10 oh, really? scoreboard. Yeah, pretty sure. I, I don't know what it's called. We'll have to put a But I know it. I know it exists. I know it exists for sure. Do you and like it the when during finals they switch it to a gold theme? The scoreboard? I think it looks shit because it's so small. Mm. I think it looked good in like 2019. I thought it like really looked good, the scoreboards. Yeah. They sort of just make changes. Look, we're all studying journalism in the media game. so. But I feel like these these they just sort of make changes for the sake of it. Or we need something fresh. We need something new. They always are updating it. Is that wrong? Yeah. Well, if you're not making – if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I just think you can get really creative and, like, make it look cool, but I just think it looks terrible, in my opinion. Yeah, you should do a graphic design. Yeah, I should let them know. I should let them know. Well, you've done a bit of work at Channel 7, haven't you? You Yeah. Put a little... Put a hand up. Yeah, that's it. That's it, mate. (laughs) Talk to the scoreboard decider. They should do the the slanted logos almost in the Channel 7 ones where they'd have the... They'd almost show half of... For instance, the CFC emblem would be tilted... In the in the little graphic and then enlarged so it like showed a bit of it and then like I don't know the bombers it might show half the logo. Did anyone remember that? No, I don't remember that. No, no I do that. remember that. Yeah, yeah, yeah I had yeah. Foxtel, so we watched all ah, okay. every right. game. Look, I'm just a I, I hate watching Channel Seven purely for the ads, especially like after every goal. Oh my god, I hate. But what, you still see the Channel Seven scoreboard because yes, Fox footy don't have their own coverage. For Correct, sometimes. that's true. Come yeah, on, but. Mate. No, no. But that's changing next year. No, no. Channel... Is it? 
Fox for footy, no, Fox Saturday footy, night. Fox oh, footy use their own. Oh, I don't know. Fox actually, footy use their own scoreboard still. No, not for no, they don't. Yeah, they put no, it over don't. it. Yes, they At do. half time, they do. But no, they put do it over it. Quarters, they don't. No, no, no. Do you guys have <laughs> three on one? We yeah, do. Three we on do. one here. You three can go on into one here. Room, out one. the door and they have a look at a replay from a game this year. And the commentary feed as well. Yeah, I know the obviously the commentary feed. That's all. You've got um you've got uh Brad Johnson saying enjoy the game, and then one second later you've got uh. Wayne Kerry giving special comments yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then it's sort of cut off with right. BT saying to Friday night footy so the yeah. crossover isn't there I am aware of that one but mm. alright I'll uh, put my hand up and say I was wrong there you mm. should disappointing oh, we can move on I think yeah, should we allow him to say his next love yeah I suppose we will look I um I remember this night my dad he woke me up he said, Jack, you've got to come watch TV. I was sleeping in mum and dad's bed. Mum was um, mum was actually still in hospital. My younger sister had just been born on the uh, on this Saturday. And this shout was out the, to. Shout out to Soph. <laughs> and this was the Monday. Dad woke me up. Adam Cooney had just won the Brownlow medal. And I just love that Adam Cooney is the only number one draft pick <laughs> in history to win an AFL Brownlow medal. I just think it wow. is so classic that a bloke that probably didn't really deserve the Brownlow that year anyway is the only number one pick to win it. He's just such a classic, funny... Are you fact-checking that? No, I'm no, no, no. I'm, just, I'm checking what year it is. 2008. 2008, yeah. yeah right. 2008, they were the prelim years for the dogs. Yeah. Uh, I, just, I just love that you don't really... No other number one pick has won it besides mm. a bloke from my team. I'm I'm a big rap on that. Yeah, well, they're potential number one picks, like number one picks who've already been selected, obviously. That it, they who, could win who it. Could. Walsh, yeah. Sam Walsh, yeah, Walsh, Sam Walsh. Walsh. Yeah. But um, Paddy McCartney isn't the right kind of player. No, well, they, Andy normally, McGrath's not good enough. Yeah, they um, normally just draft Matt like Rowe. Matt, Matt Rowe, possibly. He yeah. was meant to win it his first year. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. three three three. Yeah. Yeah. He was a chance. What happened? Did he <laughs> actually take... get the three 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 in yep. the end? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Got the three three three. Um. Yeah, well, normally pick one, though. You're getting those key position players that aren't necessarily the Brownlow type players. You know what I mean? Like, you know, <laughs> Joe's got a look on his face right yeah, now. No. You, you, don't, you don't see many like midfield. The midfielders are normally going from three to ten rather than pick one. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just have a massive. Yeah, I agree with what you're saying. I just have a massive thing about. Key, key position players being selected with the first couple of picks and being shit. What is, I feel like it's is, a, a real thing, and I think a safer option is to take a midfielder like Sam Walsh. Like, if you look at the last few drafts, or like probably over like the last 10 years, more like people like Jack Lukosius was taking pick two. I don't care what anyone says, Jack Lukosius isn't good. <laughs> Paddy McCartan, Josh Shaki. Jack, if you listen. Shaki was two. Yeah. Shaki was two. Tom the Boyd King one. Tom Boyd one. King Brothers four yeah, six. Max was taking it pick four. It's a little bit different. I'm just saying I feel like it's a much safer option to take a midfield. I don't think it's been proven. Like Sam Walsh, Matt Rowell looked promising until he got injured, but I think he'll Bunch, bounce back. Bond should have gone pick one when... Um Tom Boyd did. Well, Carl, Carlton had three in a row players, who were the so. kind of backbone of that yeah. great team of the late two, uh, 2000s and early 2010s, uh, Murphy, Gibbs and Cruiser. Um, but none of them won a Brownlow, obviously. No, but 
it doesn't get much better than that in terms of draft fans. Doesn't mate. This is three of the best. Three of the finest to come out of the Three of the best. They took us to seventh on the ladder, just absolute heroes. They took us to a semi final in Yeah, when we when we finished ninth, um and scraped another one as well. No, twenty eleven we lost by two points over in uh Perth to the Eagles. Beat us in week one. Yeah, yeah, by like a hundred. Yeah, yeah. But, but still quite. I'm <laughs> not holding any grudges or anything, but we were scheduled to play the Cats next week if we got up in that game, which yeah, we would have if Andrew Walker. Didn't we were get also scheduled to be in the finals in 2013, but uh, so true, we know what happened there. We did beat Geelong earlier that year, so oh, could we have made the grand final? It's question. <laughs> How have we gone? Adam Cooney, big one. Dude. Good girl to have made the grand final. <laughs> welcome to, welcome to the Footy yeah, Dick Show, man. <laughs> Go back and listen to how we got there and let us know. <laughs> uh, anything else in that one, Hamish? Move on. Uh, I respect it, though. Yeah, I just, I just remember there's a quote one year. I think that's real niche. I yeah. might say. Well, obviously, because I'm a Doggies fan, but um, he did leave, obviously, to Essendon. He... Um, mm. Jumped off a, well, some would have called it a sinking ship. It was really fluttering into a beautiful premiership window, really. <laughs> but um, I remember he said on grand final day, he was doing some interviews. 2016 was his last season he retired. He said, look, the Bulldogs being in the grand final is like your divorced wife winning the lottery. It's a, it's a bit tough to swallow the pill. So I'm not a huge, I always have a soft spot for him. But he did sort of leave us when times were getting tough. And I believe he played his last game, I think it was his 200th yeah, game, well, against, against the, the Bulldogs. Yeah, and and then 200 games. Yeah, well, because he, he got was very injury prone. Yeah, and that, that was around 22, and then he and I don't did, think he was ever the, next week. the fittest bloke or put in. I, I agree with you. I think he will. And I, don't, the same. I don't think he was the most dedicated no, on, yeah. the, on the training field. Yeah. So, yeah. Imagine how many Brownleys he would have won. He was a real whipping boy for Bombers fans. I think what most people most people would tend to agree that the best thing he contributed to Essen was joining the media team and making the Donair podcast, which was a Horatio <laughs> <laughs> Fantasia. Was, was, he he was he never any good at Essendon? He only played two years, yeah. Mm. 20, yeah, he Three would have left years? at the end of 2014. Um, That's when everyone left the Bulldogs. <laughs> Adam Cooney played uh, two years at Essendon, yeah, 31 games. Played 250 games actually all so what he's got this weird obsession with he must really not like the bulldogs because he doesn't speak much about them on social media and all these kids wears essendon jerseys and all the rest of it well what was the all the circumstances of the uh, well, there departure was, well it was the sort of the time when the whole flat ryan griffin was out mm. they did that whole track liam jones left came back eventually um, <laughs> but um, and Brendan, coaches, Brendan yeah. McCarthy yeah. didn't have a very good relationship yeah. with anyone. He so I, I don't think it ended very well. But mm. well, maybe that explains it right there. Yeah, he had Rocket as a coach. I can't imagine he was um too easy on him. You know what he oh, what, makes, what makes you say that? Yeah. Mate, was... <laughs> quite quite chill guy. Rocket in the coach's box, I'd imagine. <laughs> but um, yeah, shout out to Adam Cooney, good man. Yeah, good man. No doubt tuning in. Uh, Joe, you're fine. Yeah, love. I'm changing my niche love. Ooh. I'm changing it. Hopefully the producers. Oh, I reckon we should also talk about the niche love that you're cutting because Hamish has got some okay. things to say about Well, what I was going to talk about is I always have this theory and I just can't get it out of my mind until the day that I go and measure it. That the, the posts down at GMHBA, or what is it now? Is it GMHBA? Yeah, GMHBA. Yeah. GMHBA Stadium down at the Cattery at Cadinia Park are 100% thicker than any other ground I've, in the AFL. I've and I am convinced I am convinced that the posts are thicker. 
I, I don't know why. I just think they look bigger on TV. You know what? Yeah. What our, do you think? Our family friend is the CEO of GMHBA Stadium. A good family friend. Yeah. The CEO of GMHBA or the CEO of, of, of the stadium. stadium? Of the stadium. There's a CEO of the stadium. Well, there's a CEO of like... Yeah, there's a CEO of the yeah. Footy Dictionary. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, um, I'll uh, go and fact check it and come back to everyone and let, let yeah. you know. Because he used he was at the MCG for 20 years. I would, so love, I would, I would love to measure. I just think no, they no, just I'll, look I'll, so I'll, thick on TV. They, maybe it's because the ground is small. Or maybe because Hawthorne have never really won there. We never well, is, there. is it the padding or no, the post? No, the post. The post. Okay. They do so look the padding's quite... normal size? Don't know. Well, like, yeah, the padding wouldn't be yeah. changed. I'm saying Have the you been post itself, no. no. Yeah, but I've stayed at a hotel outside the ground <laughs> and I could see the post from, <laughs> like, a kilometre away. Yeah, yeah, I could see them. No, they got rid of that and terrace. And I, I did an Insta story. I said, can still see the thick posts from here. <laughs> they do look quite voluptuous. Yeah, I reckon if you look at, like, highlights of a Geelong game, I honestly think mm. that the posts look thicker. I'm looking at some AFL goalpost regulations. Yeah. And I can't find anything on thickness. Yeah. Only, mm. uh, well, you know, right. diameter. Oh, here we go. Model. Oh, we got oh. model numbers. Oh, boy. This, yeah. I think this is if you want to buy posts. Oh. <laughs> Which we do, because I'd love to. Invest, <laughs> so, <laughs> so, speaking of, can I just dip into something here, okay. mate? Because you mentioned buying a post. Tell you who needs to buy <laughs> some posts is the Richmond Football Club. Have you boys ever ventured past Punt Road? I actually, oh, I went like to the this. VFL game there yeah. on the last round. My mate was playing. Three, three premierships and their point posts are still the size of like oh the point posts are tiny like yeah yeah that's a good high. point yeah, 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 yeah. I'll pay I've that I'll that. pay that I do feel notice like it's a half time Oscar game or something right? surely like 2% of your funds of your prize money for winning three flags can go towards <laughs> no, investing mate. in some taller point Brendan posts Brendan Gale he just... runs a tight ship <laughs> nothing goes in nothing comes out <laughs> yeah, well, tell you well no actually out. sorry Heaps comes in, yeah. nothing comes out yeah. into the bank account of Brendan Gale. Well, the posts need to go out because I haven't actually seen anywhere it's uh, made a bit of a grey area in the umpiring because I haven't watched too many games at Punt Road. But oh, I can imagine yeah. the balls like goes over the post, but it's like it's genuinely the height of the ceiling. I was I watched a VFL like game there and I, I never noticed an issue with it. No, nah, well, take take notice next time you are getting the train pass because now that you've said it, I hundred percent agree. Yeah. Is- and then. So, oh, sorry, Hamish, you go. You go. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah. um, <laughs> well, I think if they'd be having AFL games at Pump Road, this wouldn't fly. Oh, right? they'd no. have an AFL regulation. But is this some gender discrimination going on? Because AFLW games take place there. Mate. They don't have care they played about... a practice game at Punt Road, though? I reckon they've well, played. Well, it wouldn't matter for a practice well, game. Yeah, practice Still have to be AFL practice. regulations, though, don't they? No, nah, probably so. not. They, because well, they, play, they play... Um, they used to play the JLT community series. Yeah, in Wangaratta, right? Yeah. Near yeah. where Hamo's from. Yeah, my territory, mate. No. St. Kilda used to play there. Sandy Creek. Genu- oh, yeah. let's, not, let's not go down that path. <laughs> is but, that the ground? That you- the ground, man. Yeah. The- but uh, the other way around, the, we've talked about the small posts of Punt Road. The Gabba, the point posts are almost the same size as the goal posts. Has really? I've, I've never been to the Gabba. I don't know. No, I've never actually seen a game interstate. Tom Lynch before. could attest to this. I'll get a photo up because get a photo up I, I, yeah. audio I like this post chat. It's not something that, you know, you can <laughs> find. Sure you can have I feel like chat. maybe I do uh, recall someone saying this in the finals that we played there. Josh Dunkley. Maybe. Stuffs it up. And um, look. 
boys. You keep was, talking amongst yourselves. Was, <laughs> 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 was it Malcolm Blight who thought he oh. was running into the goals and uh, kicked it through for a point? Oh, no, I don't know. So I think it might have been Malcolm yeah. Blight. Percy Jones did that once. Yeah. Well, this could lead to but a similar Here event. you go. Have a, have a look at this. Face your eyes on those ones. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's pretty crook. Where's the discrepancy between <laughs> yeah, the goals? No, there's not. I try think try explain that discrepancy. Big Shaq. Imagine Big Shaq. Trying to decipher what up the guts mm. is. Yeah. Just a well, cheeky little reference to a previous episode. He'd <laughs> struggle because. Yeah, I was going to say. Like Josh Shackey or who's. who's Big Shaq, Shaquille. Oh, O'Neill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good man of mine, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is where I was leading this conversation. Yeah. So you could drop I've that met one Shaq, in. everyone, by the way. Oh. For those listening. I reckon Dane Rampy would be loving life at Punt Road. He could get to the top. He'd be able to jump off the top next time. Anything else, Amish? No, I think that's about me, man. I exhausted this post conversation. I'm going to have to do some more research. So I'm out. convinced. No, I'm convinced about the Geelong posts. 100. Yeah. Jack, you've got to submit some kind of inquiry. Lodge yeah, some kind no, of complaint. I'll, I'll get um. Dad goes for a walk with him like every week. We'll I'll see, just yeah. get him to um yeah. to ask. Yeah. Look, normally though, like questions like that, CEOs just go, "Oh, nah, you know, they're all the same," but. I reckon even a couple of centimetres would Maybe you could infiltrate this, this walk with your dad and the CEO and you could put your journalistic and hat on and uh, like do, a, really, do a story on go, it. Go CG, investigative yeah. journalism. Yeah. yeah. Well, bring, bring it to it. us for the next episode. <laughs> Special post edition. Nah, I'm not in the group chat. Well, <laughs> <laughs> the, the only reason I think this is, could be true is because I don't think all the posts are the same because the posts down at when it was called Aurora Stadium down in Launceston, yeah. used to have red up the top of the goalposts. Yes. So there's no way that they can all be made by the same company, which makes me think no, that they might be no. different. There's no yeah, monopoly there's, there's on There's bidding wars and there's sale. There's sales. No, I think there's it should bring back the, the flags on top of the goalposts, real 1920s style. Oh, they used to do. I think so. They used to have flags they? on top of the goal. I think we should get a fact check on that one. I'm not Gordon Farrell on it. Like the NFL. Gordon, you're up. Twitter, Twitterverse. You'll find it. Fact check. Make it a two-hour class for everyone in the middle of lockdown while they're already clinically depressed. <laughs> <laughs> make, it, make their day even better, mate. Gordon Farrow was a great teacher of ours for a subject called fact checking and verification. Nothing so no better doubt. than Gordon goes, where's this photo? You've got two hours to figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> while you're already in the, the Google, The Google, uh, what's his name? The bloke on TikTok, he'd be able to find it in oh, a second. Dude, that cheap. bloke is so cap. He goes, Gym finding is- one place in one oh. second with half of it thing and upside down. Yeah. Albania. Oh, I've looked it's up just, it's yeah, just yeah. not true. I've looked up 1920s AFL Go posts. The pictures coming up, we've got a bit of American football. Uh, a bit of Dane Rampey and one of Ray Chamberlain. That's all. That's all that's coming up. <laughs> Ray so Ray. We might need to leave this to yeah, our to future post special of the Footy Dictionary, where Jack will also be handing in the results of his investigation. But uh, Hamish, does that wrap us up? I reckon that does. Uh, thank you, boys. No, thank you for having us. It's been a good time. A few good you. discussions, and I'm mm. keen to hear the result of the investigation on the posts. Yeah, mm. we'll uh, we'll have to. We've, we've got to run off to the airport now to uh, check in early because it's so far away but yeah. uh yeah thanks for having us boys yeah i'll see what i did there see you next week guys see you next week <laughs> i'm not on next week <laughs> <laughs>